Hey everybody, welcome in to episode 5 of the Drive Home with Dad. Um, Today is going to be a little bit different of an episode. It's going to be just me talking a little bit, um, be a little shorter than our normal uh, stuff. Usually we go anywhere from 30 to 40 minutes, that's going to be probably about 20 to 30 minutes. Um, I haven't put out any content in a little while. We're about four weeks from episode four, um, which we had some uh, real good uh, listens out there. I got some great feedback from a lot of people. Um, And I am able to see on um, Buzzsprout where I do the RSS feed hosting through. Um, I did see that there is, we we do have a a listener um, in Sweden, so which is really cool. So if you're still hanging around and you're you're listening in Sweden or if it's like some weird thing where it's routing through something, um if you started listening and you are uh, listening from Sweden, I would very much um appreciate uh if you were to be able to reach out to me. Um I am on Instagram, the drive home with dad, uh, at the drive home with dad with underscores in between all the words. So if you could find me, uh, send me a message. I'd really love uh, to get some feedback from you uh, specifically, uh, just because we're so far away from each other. And uh, I very much appreciate the uh, the listens there. Um, today, we're going to be talking about uh, choices. Uh, the choices that a dad makes um, and how those choices impact um, not only ourselves, but our, uh, our family and our lives. Uh, I made a I made a choice to uh, to start these uh, this podcast to get the perspective of a dad to hear those stories that we don't necessarily hear all the time. Um, so that that was a choice that was made, um, and I think as a father, it all comes from from choices from the beginning. You know, um, when when me and my wife decided to to start our family, uh, we decided to make some choices. We wanted to see. Um, we wanted to, we wanted to make the choice of when we decided to start a family, when we started to, we decided to grow our family, um, those type of things. And the choices aren't always, you know, they're not always correct and they're not always, uh, necessarily smart choices, um, but they're choices nonetheless. And I think that, that, that is kind of how, how we get things rolling and, and I don't think, um, a bad choice leads into another bad choice or even a good choice can doesn't always lead into another good choice. I think if we make good choices, um, we can then make bad choices after, but we can still come back around and make good choices again. Um, I don't think, um, as a father, um, you know, I think I'm a pretty good dad. Um, and, and I do hear that, you know, it's great when you feel like you're a good dad and other people tend to agree with you, which is pretty awesome, but we're always making, we're always making choices and we're always making, or we tend to make tough choices, uh, along the way. Um, but, uh, there is some, some dads out there, you know, that, that we see that, that single father or that, that father that, um, that has a strained relationship where we, where we want to make better choices. And I think just the fact that we're thinking about those choices ends up uh, being something that's for the benefit of, of not only yourself, but also of your children. Um, so to, to kind of go a little deeper there, um, you know, we, we want to show our, our kids what, um, 
where we can where we can grow and how we can grow. Um, I, I, in my personal um, life, I I made the recent decision uh, to go back to school and uh, finish my degree, um, which is part of the reason why um, some of these episodes tend to be a little bit further spaced out than I would want them to be. Um, not only am I working full time and not only am I a father, um, but I also um, I'm going back to school part time uh, to get my Spanish degree. I do want to be a high school Spanish teacher. Um, the main reason why I want to do that is because I do find passion in in language. Um, I think that with um, when it comes to specifically, you know, like a native language, um, which for me, uh, Spanish was my first language. Um, I think there's a, a lot that, um, client kind of calls back to who you are. Uh, I think as a culture, if you, um, if you can speak the language that your parents spoke and their parents spoke, um, it gives you a better connection with, with who you, with who you were, uh, I think we don't we it's hard to know where you're going if you don't know where you've been. Um I feel like it it saddens me when I see people who who lose that part of themselves whether whether it's Spanish or any other language, you know. I just think that it's something that it it makes me a little sad when when you don't you lose a lot of culture in not being able to speak the language. And it's a way that I, I want to give back. Um that that's where I find my passion in that. But for my for my kids, I want to set a, a good example of not only finishing what you started, but to follow your dreams. You know, m- my wife told me, you know, when I was still kind of deciding whether or not I wanted to go back, I didn't know how much I had left, um, those kind of things. And she she told me, she said, "Wouldn't you rather fail at your dream than fail at what you what you decided to be? You know, like your your backup plan." You know, and and it and it really resonated with me. Made me kind of say, you know what, I, I should go for this. You know, and then I decided to go back. I had some some uh, some conversations with some of the uh, the people in the uh, in the advising office, and it turns out I'm actually very close to uh, to receiving my degree. So so we're we're getting in there and we're doing things. So again, I do apologize for the for the space in between the. Um, the episodes here and this one actually was supposed to be um up on sunday it's currently uh monday night and we are uh, <laughs> finally recording um i do like to use the word we uh even though it's just me <laughs> but uh it makes it, it makes it feel bigger than it is um it, maybe giving it a, a false sense of importance um there's not you know there's not a lot of you out there listening but i definitely appreciate those that do um but kind of getting back to where i was going um you know the the choice to to further myself and to better myself i think kind of shows my children that it's never too late um and um my dad told me something when i was growing up that that really stuck with me um he he said it in spanish he said lo buena aprendido no se olvida uh, basically meaning that um what you learn well you'll never forget um and i think knowledge more than anything else is something that you can never have enough of um so kind of imparting that to my kids um and showing them that you know daddy daddy can still do it when even though he's older and even though he's doing all these other things you know with school and work and soccer and this and that and the other and everything else that we have going on and i try to be a a good person and try and help out my friends and you know teaching teaching some of my friends to ride or or you know helping out with this with that 
or the other, whatever it is, you know, I, I, I tend to, to want to help everybody around me. Um, and then, but also taking some stuff for myself and, and doing what I, what I want to do and things that'll, that'll help out not only myself, but my family in the long run. Um, so I definitely appreciate the patience for everyone out there, um, kind of waiting, you know, I know we were talking about every other week, um, but this, you know, we'll definitely try and get back to that. Um, and and I'm not the only. I'm not saying I'm the the busiest dad in the world because we're we're all very busy, and that's been one of the things that I've been noticing as well uh, when it comes to kind of getting these things down. You know, it's it's tough to get to hold to get dads down and hold them down uh, to get into this time where we could actually record. Um, uh, Brian, who was supposed to be on our our first episode, um, we're still trying to figure out some of the the time frame stuff to kind of get him in here as well. Um, so there's a little bit of the behind the scenes there. Um, we are going to be recording some episodes. I'm hoping to get three more recorded in the next two weeks to kind of give us a little bit of a, of a bank there. Um, but kind of getting back to the, uh, to the episode, um, choices, right? We all, we all make choices and these choices end up, um, end up, uh, impacting our, our lives and then the lives of those that we're, we're responsible for that we have an obligation to. Right. Um, um, one of the choices that, um, that we made, um, when we were, when we were growing our family was, um, that we wanted to, you know, I wanted, we wanted a boy and then three years later or so we wanted a girl and that's what we got. So we made the choice, um, to you know to like we like to say we we closed the factory down we decided that that two was going to be good for us and, and that would be you know daddy would have his little girl mommy would have her little boy and then we would we would always have someone for someone and then the kids could play with each other <clears throat> with with all that you know we we also there was another choice that was made in there as well is if at any point down the road, um, we decided that, um, our family wasn't necessarily complete or we had enough room for a little more love, um, that we, um, you know, me and my wife talked and it was something where if, if we wanted, um, to, to add someone to the family that we would, uh, we would adopt, um, and it's not something that we've talked about um, in the podcast, um, which there is some of that still kind of out there in the works. But um, I think adoption is something that um, that it takes a specific um, kind of uh, you're it's a vulnerability, I think, that you have to kind of open yourself to. And, and it's a choice that we didn't make. um you know, lightly, it's something that we thought about and, you know, and it might not, it might not happen, but if it's something where, where we want to, where we want to grow the family, we definitely, um, adoption is, is the, is the real choice that we would be making in the future, um, to, to bring somebody else into the, into the family, you know, um, and I don't think it would be anything that would make, uh, that would make us feel any different, uh, whether it's myself, uh, Jess, my wife or, or the kids themselves, um, uh, and I think it's something that it definitely, um, you know, you, 
with with family that's not it's not so much of of a blood thing i think it's more more of a love thing because um again with the choices there is there is some choices that are made you know by by fathers and and mothers as well um uh to to not be present um so big hats off to those uh mothers and fathers out there that are present um and that are in in their in their kids lives um whether it's on a daily basis or you know, every week, every other week, however your, your setup is there, um, with whatever you have going on. Um, but it's a choice. Um, for me, it wasn't a very easy choice, uh, to be in, to be in their lives and to be a part of their lives, um, to, to be there and guide them through their life. Um, but, but it's, it's a choice nonetheless. And, um, it's not a choice that, you know, that can be taken back. You know, you can't get that time back, but you can always, I think there's always room for, for a renewed relationship. Um, I, I grew up with both my parents, um, around, but you have friends and where, you know, someone's not there for periods of time or whatever it is, but it's, I mean, I, this is, it's a little tough, you know, not, not having personally lived through it, but I think we all kind of want that. Either we want it back or we want to feel it. Um, when it comes to, you know, to having your mom there or your dad there or whoever it is. So I think it's something that, that we always will find room for it. And it's not so much that we want to, that we'll, that we want to forget or that we can ever forget. Um, but we can definitely, um, find it within us to forgive and then to create, um, a different, uh, relationship going forward. Um, it's one of those things where, you know, um, you hear stories of, you know, they were, you know, so-and-so's a, a great, uh, a great grandfather, um, but they weren't, you know, the best of dads or, or they're a great uncle or, you know, these kind of things prepare us for everything else. Um, but you know, it, it's, it's the choices that we make that kind of defined who we are, um, going forward. And it's something that, you know, I, I take every choice that's uh, presented to me, every, every option that's presented to me. Um, I, I take it and I magnify that, um, in my children's eyes, you know, I, I treat my wife a specific way. So that she understand, uh, my kids understand, you know, my daughter can understand how she needs to be treated and what her standard of what her future husband is going to be, uh, be brought to, you know, cause I, I very much believe that, you know, a father is a daughter's first love and her gauge of what, what a man should be and what a man is supposed to be, you know, um, and I feel like at the same time, I'm also teaching my son how to, how to treat a woman, how to treat who he, you know, wants to build a life with, and, uh, with, with not only with her, but with my daughter as well. You know, I, I try to make a gentleman out of him. So he opens doors and, you know, he uses his manners and he does everything that he's supposed to be doing to, you know, to be a, a little gentleman when it comes to his sister and to his mom. Whenever um, either of them are not feeling good or they're under the weather, you know, he definitely uh, steps it up and he he'll help them. You know, um, my my wife has not been feeling 
good the last uh, day or so, and um, the kids will will you know they'll get her they'll get her tucked in they'll give her her snuggies. Um, and they'll make sure that she's nice and comfortable, whether it's on the couch or the bed or whatever, you know, those kind of things, they're cute, but I think it's something that they're, they're learning from, from the choices that we make as their parents to, you know, to kind of show them what the standard is going to be and how we take care of not only each other, selves. Um, so, so this is like the things that, you know, that we want to move into into our children and and into those that we care about um i think um the choices of that that uh i I think specifically that a father makes you know the the sacrifices that we make um where you have you know I, i think to an extent as as dads we take um we take a secondary role when it comes to to a lot of things you know um, in, in my family, um, it was always, you know, my, my dad always had my mom, the one that, that got all the, all the praise, all the, all the love, shall you say. Um, and, and he was, he was happy just kind of sitting back and, and watching it, you know? Um, and, and I never really understood that until I was in that position. You know, I, I, I want my kids to, to love their mom more than anything. I want them, to, I want her to be the center of their universe uh, because she's the center of mine. You know, I, I love, I love her, um, so very much. And I also love my children very much where I think to me, it, it makes, it makes perfect sense to be, to be number two, you know, um, I want my kids to say, I love, you know, daddy, I love mommy more. Like I, I love that that they can, that they say that, you know, um, as weird as that sounds, um, because I want, I want them to understand that, you know, your, your, your mom should be the number one, you know, in your life. She needs to be the one that, that gets all that stuff. And and I think as a dad, um, to be able to, to shine the light away from us, um, it, it makes it all the more, <clears throat> a little more special to sit back in and, and see it. Um, I think, um, as, as a dad being able to, um, to, to provide that, you know, for my, for my wife, cause for, to, to, to receive all that, you know, and be, be the one that, that helped, you know, encourage that I think is great. Um, in, in my family as well, you know, growing up, you know, Hispanic, um, both my parents came from Mexico. Um, it's, there's a little bit of, um, I guess you would say like machismo, um, that happens within our culture where, you know, it's not, we don't always, you know, you have to be a strong man. You don't always talk about your feelings and you don't always express them in, in specific ways. And we always know, you know, that, that dad, dad cares and dad's here to, to protect us and to make sure that we have clothes and water and food and a home and whatever, you know, whatever the necessities are for life. Um, but I think, you know, the, the hugs and the, the kisses on the forehead and the cheek and the, the snuggies and everything else is just as important and just as vital. And in, in my family, you know, we, we always, we always say, you know, I love you. And then I love you more. That's always the thing that we would say in my family. 
And, you know, in, in talking to other people of the same kind of heritage that I come from, it's not always common. It's not something you always hear, something you always see. You know, someone would say, you know, like, I know my dad loves me, but he, we don't say it, you know. And I think it's something that, that I, I see growing more and more and it becoming more, um, more open and more, more, the optics of it are, are a lot more visible, I guess you could say. Um, and it's, and I think that's really great. Um, that's why, but I never want my kids to ever, to ever think, you know, like that, that I, that we don't care, that I don't care. Um, I tell them, you know, 17, 18 times a day that I love them, you know, um, and anybody that knows me in, in the real world, uh, understands and knows that, you know, I don't shut up about my kids. I show everybody pictures of Penny, pictures of PJ, usually pictures of Penny because she's a little cutie. Um, but, you know, I always tell them all the things that PJ does and all the smart things that he's accomplishing and that he's, you know, he's, he's, he's a very smart kid and he's, you know, he's going to be my, he's my, um, my little engineer. He's going to be my, my doctor or whatever he wants to be. And I know he's going to be the best at it. Um, but it's one of those things where, you know, I don't ever want them to doubt for a second that, you know, they're not, they're not the center of my world. You know, I said it in a, in a previous episode, uh, PJ changed my life and Penny completed it. Um, it's just some of those, those unexplainable things that you don't understand unless you're a father, um, that how much they can, you know, just the day can be so long and so hard and you come home and you hear the little pitter patter of my daughter running and yelling daddy and screaming and jumping into my arms. And it's, it's worth it in that, in that instant, it's worth it. It's, it's one of those things where, you know, uh, a couple of weeks ago I was having lunch and my wife was running around town doing stuff for her job. And, uh, they were her, her and my son were, um, in the mall. Uh, where I work and they, they came and saw me for lunch and just that little, that little surprise of seeing him and hearing about his day, it, it gave me the energy to, to finish the day. And it was a, it was a particularly long day for me because when I, when I do have, cause I, I did decide to go back to school when I do have class, my days, um, are pretty long, uh, on the days that I have work and school together, I usually wake up around 6:30 to 7 o'clock um help get the kids ready um I take my son to school then I come back home and then I go to school I go to school for two, for 2 hours then right after that I end up going to work I usually don't get off of work till about 9 uh 8 9 somewhere in there uh depending on the scheduled shift or whatever it is and then come home uh to eat usually after 9 um get ready for, you know, get the kids ready for bed, um, do the bedtime routine and then kind of go going from there. Uh, usually I have to read, uh, then I watch a little bit of TV uh, and then, you know, go to bed and then get ready for the next day. Um, and those days can be exhausting, but the, those little, those little moments, um, kind of help guide you through the, the more difficult moments. Um, so those are the, those are the highlights within those, within those days that we, that we see. Um, so to kind of bring it back a little bit, um, I, um, I just really wanted to, uh, to talk just 
you know, my, myself a little bit of some, just some musings, you know, I know some of this can, it's getting a little bit scattered at this point, but just to kind of, you know, give a little bit of insight into what's going on, um, with me personally, um, here with everything, you know, um, I found, um, that since the, since I started doing this, um, I've had some really great conversations with, um, the dads that, so the dads that I've interviewed already, um, and, and other dads that, you know, that I work with or that, that I know, you know, brothers, cousins, anybody like that, you know, it, it's, it's being vulnerable, making that choice to, to kind of open up and, and have those conversations. Cause a lot of this stuff is, you know, it, it's very important to us. And I think we tend to, to guard, guard ourselves and, guard our hearts and kind of guard our emotions there. Uh, specifically as men, uh, we tend to guard that, but to be able to kind of peel that back a little bit and, and, and talk, um, I know I was talking to, uh, to Aaron, who we talked to a a couple episodes ago and we were, we were talking about how the kids Halloweens were. And he said that he was, uh, he was Tigger for Halloween. And, you know, both of us just, you know, he showed me the picture and both of us just started laughing and like, man, you look like a total, you know, you know, like a, a total, you know, it, it was just, it was, it was so hilarious. And we both understood in that, in that moment that he did it for the girls, you know, he did it for his daughters, not even caring that he, he looked ridiculous. Um, but that's why we do it. You know, we do it for them and the joy that they get to have while we're there with them, you know, and it's one of those things where those, those memories, those moments, um, they, they carry us to the next, you know, they, they fill in those gaps of, of all those, all the, no matter how far down we go, those are the ones that pull us back up. Um, and it's amazing. And, and I told him, I said, you know, all joking aside, um, I love that you're able to do that, you know, that you're able to, to know that you look completely ridiculous and that you still are able to do that with the girls, you know, cause you know how much it means it's going to mean to them, um, now and in the future, you know, I, I, I've had other conversations with dads about just, you know, the, the realness of being a father, you know, the, the fears that we have. And, and some of those fears are, you know, especially nowadays with a lot of things that are going out, going around in the world and going on. And it, it's, it's a scary thing to, to, you know, to, to be a father, uh, and you know not, notwithstanding also having, you know, having girls, it's, it's scary. There's a lot to worry about out there, but knowing that other, other men out there are also there, um, having the same worries and the same fears, um, it, it kind of brings you together and, and gives some camaraderie there. Um, have also, um, been able to, in, within those conversations, have conversations with, um, with, other friends that, you know, that are, that are expecting, uh, their first child. And, um, we're going to be talking to, to one of those, uh, in the next coming episodes, uh, about, uh, his journey, um, them learning that they're going to be having a baby and all that fun stuff and everything that goes with that. And, you know, being able to, um, to see the joy and relive that joy, um, with our friends and our loved ones, I think it's, it's very important, um, and I'm just a sucker for babies. I I love babies. Uh, every time somebody 
comes into work, whether it's a coworker or or a customer or, or whatever it is, you know, having that that interaction, being able to hold the baby is always fun for me. Uh, I love I love me some babies. Um, the chubbier, the better. <laughs> but it's uh, it's just one of those things where you know the the innocence and the the joy that that a, a baby can have and the the smile on their face and it, it's just it's so great um, to see and then to see that with with people that I care about and see them you know being able to to enjoy that with their children um, and grow their families is something that I think is very beautiful. Um, so just to kind of end uh, things up here on my crazy ramblings of uh, how much I love fat babies and how much I love my fat babies. Um, we're going to be uh, calling it a day on uh, episode five. Um, please uh, look forward to some episodes coming. Uh, we are still trying to go back to the uh, every other Sunday. Uh, this will be coming up probably Tuesday or Wednesday uh, when you hear it. Um, so please uh, feel free to um, uh, rate uh, the podcast on um, on Apple Podcasts. Um, also, uh, don't forget to follow us um, at the Drive Home with Dad uh, underscores in between the words. Uh, leave some comments. There's some great great pictures of the kids on there and some silly dad stuff as well. Uh, share your dad jokes. Tag your dads. Uh, all that fun stuff. Um, again, thank you for coming along for the drive. Uh, everybody get home safe and, uh, kiss the little ones for me. Thank you. What?